Welcome to the Life is a Journey podcast, where my goal is to help you to strive, thrive, and be all God has called you to be. No matter what comes, we can make it in this journey, because life is a journey. Welcome back to the Life is a Journey podcast. In this week's episode of Life is a Journey, the topic of discussion is the man in the mirror. Really, it's the man slash woman in the mirror because I don't want to be gender biased and um, make any of you feel like you're being left out or that when I say man in the mirror, because honestly, we all have to take a reflection, uh, uh, self-reflect of, you know, looking at ourselves in the mirror. So let's jump right into this. Um, like I start off every podcast, I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing or liking the episodes. And I pray that it is being a blessing to you. I pray that it's able to help you in these particular areas of your life and that if you if it's not for you for someone else and i just truly thank god for once again another opportunity to be back on here and um we're gonna jump right into it y'all so um before i I go any further i'm just being kind of transparent man i recently left work about maybe maybe 15 20 minutes ago and unfortunately, as I was leaving out, I I was looking down for mom, a moment, a quick second, and I believe I was putting my defog on, and I began to pull out of my parking space that I was parked in. And as I was pulling out, I was looking to my right and slightly looked to my left, but it happened so fast, and unfortunately um the young lady or the person that i i hit i wind up unfortunately hitting her vehicle and but there was no major damage done we were both able to you know um handle the situation maturely she was saying you know it's her fault and i said i'm sorry and you know taking my responsibility for where i was wrong at and so long story short i was just sitting here reflecting on the situation and which brings us into this particular topic of discussion about reflection you know the man in the mirror dealing with that with who you see you know so um but once again thankfully both of us are okay you know she was running late for work i wasn't you know fully paying attention and like i said it happened so fast i can't even fully remember um what I was doing that that could have prevented, you know, me from even hitting her. But nevertheless, thank God for keeping us both. There being no major damage done to our vehicles and us being able to exchange, um, you know, information and, and things like that. So um, I have several scriptures here for you. And then I'm a, I'm going to give the... Uh, I have here a definition or the meaning behind of self-reflection. So the first scripture that I have is Psalms 51 verses 7 through 15. It reads, 
Purge me, and this is the King James Version also. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Hide thy face from thy sins, and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy, with the, with thy free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. Deliver me from blood guilt, guilt, guiltness, O God, thou God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. O Lord, open thou my lips, and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. Second Corinthians 13 and 5. And this is the English Standard Version for all of these that I'm about to read for you all. Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves, or do you not realize this about yourselves, that Jesus Christ is in you, unless indeed you fail to meet the test? James 1, uh, chapter 1, verses 23 through 25 for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror for he looks at himself and goes away at once forgets and at once forgets what he walked what he was like but the one who looks into the perfect law the law of liberty and perseveres being no hearer who forgets but a doer who acts he will be blessed in his doing lamentations 3 and 40 let us test and examine our ways and return to the lord first corinthians 11 28 through 32 let a person examine himself then and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup for anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body eats and drinks judgment on himself that is why many of you are weak and ill, and some have died. But if we judge ourselves truly, we will not be judged. But when we are judged by the Lord, we are disciplined so that we may not be condemned along with the world. Galatians 6, 3-5 For if anyone thinks he is something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one test his own work, and then his reasons, reason to boast be in himself alone and not in his neighbor for each will have to bear his own load romans third excuse me romans 12 and 3 for by the grace given to me i say to every everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think but to think with sober judgment each according to the measure of faith that god has assigned and lastly Psalm 139, 23-24 Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any grievous way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Self-reflection. The description of this is, it says, self-reflection is the ability 
to witness and evaluate our own cognitive, emotional, and behavioral processes. In psychology, other terms used for this self used for this self-observation include reflective awareness and reflective consciousness, which originate from the work of William James. So as you you know, as you heard many of the scriptures were talking about self-examination. And like I said, it just came to me, man, you know, that for me, this topic it really hits home because it's something that I'm learn I've learned to do on a day-to-day process. And I'm learning to do even deeper because if we don't examine ourselves, if we don't look at the man in the mirror, the woman in the mirror and see like, okay, the mirror is there for a reason, right? You know, thank God for the person that invented the mirror that came up with, you know, because the mirror is not there just, just to be there. It's not, you know, many of us have mirrors in our bathrooms mirrors throughout the house some of you know you you ladies may have specific mirrors that you use to do makeup or um your lashes and different things you know you got mirrors in your vehicle you know they're there for a reason and in the same way with us as human beings as men and women of god whether you're and and I'll say this too, whether you're saved or not saved, the mirror is there for you to see yourself. When I look in the mirror, when I wake up in the morning, you know, like I we all know, you had them eye boogers, and you know, you got that sleep in your eyes, and you need to wash your face and get get it out. You know, you might for me because I got I got a beard. You might have something in your beard, need to wash it out or you know pick it out or what have you. For a woman, you know, she may need to adjust her hair if she's going out and into public or you know work or whatnot is there it points out to you the things that are wrong that need to be fixed but it does no good to look into the mirror and see what's wrong and just leave it leave it be because nine times out of ten i mean you may run into, you know, hopefully if you, if you're married, your spouse will tell you, Hey, you got something in your eye or, you know, you got something in your beard or you got something in your hair or your hair is kind of, you know, but in some cases you could go throughout the day and nobody tell you that, you know, something is wrong that you saw in the mirror or may not have seen in the mirror. And so in the same way in our lives, we have to to when we see something is wrong, we have to do something about it. Just like it said in this particular scripture right here. It says, uh, bear with me as I, I'm, I'm pulling it back up. Please forgive me. I just had it, and they right here, I just cannot, um,
I think this is one of, okay. So James 1 and 23 through 25, it said, For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect, perfect law, the law of liberty and perseveres, being no being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. And, you know, just like the scripture says, and there's another scripture. And I don't know if this is because this is an English standard version. But, you know, the word tells us to be be don't just be hearers of the word be ye doers also so as i'm looking in the mirror i don't want to just see you know i know this particular said here but it's in the same light you know i want to just see something is wrong and then not do nothing about it that's wrong on my part you know as as a man and and and, and you know um, to see something is wrong and then not do anything about it. You know, it's just like if your oil light comes on, right? And you just keep driving, keep driving. Eventually, you're going to run into a major, major issue. Same way in your life. When you're looking at the man or the woman in the mirror and you see something is wrong and you don't do nothing about it, you don't go get no help. You don't first and foremost seek God about it. You don't pray about it. And you just let it continue to linger on. It's going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. And most of all, the the people who, who wind up being affected by it most are the ones that are closest to you. If you're married, your spouse, you have children, your children, you know, if you are single, you know, your friends that are in your life, your co-workers. If you're in a relationship, your boyfriend or your girlfriend. You know, your family members, those people are affected. And it's important that daily, daily, we do a self-examination of ourselves. And, and the word of God is, you know, is like a mirror. You know, I, I was, I've heard it many times said before, and I believe it to be true, that many of us, when we look at the word of God, you know, um, many of these stories of different ones or, you know, Joseph and Paul and Peter and uh, uh, John and all the different ap the apostles and the disciples that our lives. We can find ourselves in the Bible, you know, Samson, uh, uh, um, Isaiah and, you know, Elisha and Elijah, you know, all these different stories. They're not just stories. If you take the time out. And look at your life and look at the, the the those lives that were before us that are in the word of God. I guarantee you can find yourself. And once you find yourself, you can see what they did and what you are doing or did and how you can fix it and prevent yourself from going down a wrong path and missing out on your blessing. You know, like, for example, with Moses. He was supposed to speak to the rock. Instead, he hit the rock. And because of his, you know, his frustration with the the the, the people is why this took place. And, and, and because of that, he was in a position where he could not enter into to 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 the promised land of, of you know, the land flowing with milk and honey. 
he was able to lead the people there. And I believe it was, uh, um, I be, if I'm not, it was Joshua that wind up, you know, leading them into, into the promised land. He led them there, but he led them through, you know? And so it's important. It's so important. I cannot say this enough. You know, yesterday was our women's day. Um, well, Sunday, excuse me, because now at this point in time in, in the podcast is officially Tuesday. But, um, yeah, yesterday was our women's day and we had a great word that was brought forth from, um, event. Her name was Evangelist Flynn and, um, awesome, awesome word of God. And it was, the title was about, you know, getting you a new do. And the most, the biggest thing that I took away from it was we are in a time where you truly, we got to have God down on the inside of us because the Bible tells us, and I'm using this and I'm speaking about self, that exercise profits the body little. It didn't say they didn't, they don't profit the body, nothing at all. But what good does it do to, for me to externally work on the exterior of me and not work on the interior of me? It would be crazy, right? If I took my wife's car or my car and just got the outside of it cleaned up and just left the inside of it just you know, look in any kind of way. What benefit do, does that do to have the outside all, you know, man, that car clean, that car clean. And then you open the door and you got trash just everywhere. And, you know, same way in our lives. Working on, you know, the exterior, getting stuff done. And I seen somebody made this post or, or reshared it. You know, everybody getting their bodies done or, you know, but nobody taking care of their souls. What does it profit a man or a woman to gain a whole world but lose, lose your soul? What does it profit you to go and, and transform your body into what you want it to be, but your soul is lost? I dare not. You know, and I thank God for moments like these to come to you all and share with something that I'm dealing with that you may be dealing with now or later, whenever, you know, this, this, this podcast will help you, you know, to reflect, to look in the mirror and see what is it that I need to work on? Because every day that we wake up is one is an opportunity to thank God for allowing us to see another day because he allowed us to wake. He breathed breath into us and allowed us to see a, a brand new day. He opened our eyes. It wasn't the alarm clock. It wasn't your children. It wasn't your dog. It wasn't the birds. It wasn't, you know, the trash, the people outside collecting the trash. It wasn't none of that. It wasn't your spouse. It, it wasn't none of that. It was God that woke you. And next in line is the fact that you have the opportunity to do what he has called you to do. 
whether that's to sing a song, to come out with a, a, a song that will inspire somebody to live a life for God or, or, or to inspire somebody that's in a, in a bad place in their life to come up out of it. You know, whether it's giving somebody an encouraging word, whether it's going to see about somebody, paying for somebody's gas, it, it's, it's the small things in life that count. It's not always the big things. And, and you know, it, it's really, really small things. They add up. They do. You know, and so every day we get an opportunity to work on those areas that we have, that we fall. Because we all have fallen short of the grace of God. We all have fallen short. Nobody's perfect. And I know we all said, ain't nobody perfect. Ain't nobody. Yes, nobody's perfect. None of us are. But we serve a perfect God. And the scripture said, be ye perfect, even as your father in heaven is perfect. And for me personally, I strive to be better than the day I better than than I was the day before. You know, I'm I'm looking to to not only be wiser than I was years ago or a day ago, a month ago. Earlier in the year, I'm trying to be stronger, better, healthier, you know, all these different things that we can be. And we just have to apply ourselves. We have to to do what we got to do. Because if we don't, we we end up like the children of Israel going in a circle Going and doing things in a routine, you know, having the same issue that's right there in front of you when you look in the mirror and not doing nothing about it. You know, many times, many of you, just like myself, you know, you may have been to the doctor and the doctor tell you you need to start eating healthier or you need to cut this out of your diet or um, exercise more get become more active if you don't do nothing about it it's going to become a bigger issue no doubt about it you could become overweight you could become obese and then that's when all these other health issues come in you know diabetes heart uh heart issues um high blood pressure but when a doctor says something, you heard it, but what what did you do with it? It's like I said, be be not only hearers of the word, be a doer. If God told you to call your 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 cousin and pray for them, or to forgive them for something that happened between y'all. I don't know who I'm talking to or or who this may be hitting, but. We got to be obedient and do that. You know, prime example. You know, if the Lord said the same, um, my pastor is, you know, looking to um, bring me um, and to become me and 
me and another brother into becoming deacons at our church. And so I was in the back, you know, kind of doing some some things that deacons do. And before we left, I asked, you know, um, the deacons and them, I said, can I pray? I just felt it on me. Like I said, can I can I say a word of prayer? And he was like, For, you know, certainly. And I and I said the prayer and everything. And it felt it felt good to have did the prayer knowing that I was obedient to what I felt come upon me because a lot of times when we um get an unction in the, to do something we don't do it because we we fear or we 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 hesitate of what man what they're going to think if I ask this or if I say this or if I do that we are peculiar people, peculiar, meaning like, yeah, you strange. You might God, God, God thoughts. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways, even as high as the heavens are above the earth. So when God asks you to do something that may seem out of the, you know, out of the norm, just understand that you are a peculiar person. You, you, you not, you know, <laughs> but the the blessing about it is the fact that you know that okay I'm hearing from God and that it's something that pleases him. That's what we're here to do. We we are here to to do what he has called us to do. When we get that unction and or we hear him say do something, do it. Don't hesitate, you know, and cuz the more we hesitate, the more we miss out on being a blessing to somebody else or helping somebody else. The more we hesitate, that that voice and that uh, it begins to slowly leave us, and I don't want that. I I don't, you know. And I'm learning to just do what he called me to do, even 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 if I'm afraid at first, you know, of of what, how people gonna see or how people gonna perceive, you know, receive me. But it's not about me. It's about them receiving God and what he's doing through me. I'm the vessel. I just have to be willing and obedient. Even as Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, you know, he was praying and he said, he asked, he said, Father, if it be your will, let this cup pass. Let If I ain't got to go through this, don't let me go through this. But nevertheless, he said, nevertheless, that's a powerful word. He said, nevertheless, your will be done. Your will. His heavenly father, he knew. He knew what he was about to go through. He knew that he was going to be spat upon and beaten and, 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 and whipped and talked about. Drugged through the dirt. Pierced in his side. Beaten brutally to, to the point of no recognition. And he did it all because he knew that nobody else could do that. No other human being, nobody else could do that. He told our God, our Father, which is in heaven, he said, if you prepare a body for me, I will go and I will bring man back to you. 
Because ain't no way. Y'all can't sit up here and tell me. And this, I don't care what time, what what era, what what uh, uh, year, whoever you are as a parent, especially as a mother. And mothers, man, mothers have a really, really close connection with their children, with their children. They do. And I don't know where I'm going here, y'all. This ain't even in the notes, but I'm I'm going here. But none of us would would put our our children be willing to put our our children, let alone your only begotten your son, your only son that you you gave birth to, to go and die for all humanity. He did that for you and I, so that we could live. He know we're not gonna get it right all the time. He know we're going to slip up and we're going to fall. And one thing, too, I want to say before we go go any further, continue to go uh, talk about this, is that we have to be careful, have to be careful that I'm trying to think of the scripture, but I'm going to paraphrase it and say it as best as I can. Even though we have grace, God grants us with his grace and his mercy. That doesn't mean that we continue to stay in sin. We shouldn't stay in sin. And I think the, the scripture says something like that, that grace, that grace abound more. Something like, along those lines, y'all forgive me. But in short, you know. We just because grace is available to us, it doesn't mean that we should just continue to sin. That we we know <laughs> to do something. The Bible says, you know, to him to the to him that know to do and don't do. That you know, if I'm not mistaken, it said that he will be beaten with many stripes. Y'all forgive me if I'm misquoting. I don't want to just be throwing scripture out there, but. It's important that we know when we know to do something and we don't do it, we held accountable for that. We are held accountable for that. When you don't know about something, you're not held accountable for what you don't know. It's just like a child. If a child know, okay, if I if I use profanity, I'm gonna get a whooping. But if if a child don't know that, you know, like a, a two year old or something. They might heard their parent use profanity or around family member and heard them cuss or something. Some people be like, oh, that's cute and da-da-da. But when they get it to a certain age, you know, 10, 12, 13 years old, oh, uh, yeah. Even five, you, you're like, no. You're going to get a little, you're going you're gonna to get a whooping. You know, you're going to get spanking or whatever, you know. And so... Um, it's important, man. It's important that we, we self-examine ourselves. We have to, because if we don't, we, we miss our, our opportunity to really be used by God. You know, we miss the opportunity to be a blessing to somebody else. 
you know, if, if I'm reflecting and I'm checking myself, I could down the road be a blessing to somebody else that's going through the same thing or went through, you know, went through the same thing that I went through. It's important. This scripture right here says Psalms 139, 23 and 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. The the, the psalmist, you know, wrote this. It says, search me, O God. A lot of us need God to search us. A lot of us need to search ourselves. A lot of us need to search ourselves. And he said, and know my heart. A lot of us say that all the time, you know. Well, the Lord know my heart. God know my heart. He know my heart. Yeah, he know your heart. But do you know his? I remember um, Pastor Jones, when I was, you know, going um, to his church, said that. And it's so true, man. God know my heart. God know my heart. We say it a lot. But do we know his heart? David was a man after God's own heart. I truly believe that as we examine ourselves and we we find out what's in our heart that we know that's not like God. God will do his part, but we got to do our part. And not just when he take it out, don't go back and pick that up. You know, like and 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 in in addition to that, when he take that out, replace that with knowing what's in his heart for you. And what he has assigned you and purpose for you to do. The deeper, the more we know his heart. Man, things will begin to flow in our lives in a way that I, I can only I can I can only imagine. Like the song said, I can only imagine. I can only imagine this life that we live. Yeah, it comes with ups and downs. It comes with 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 pain and brokenness. Because sin entered into the world. But he said, I come that you might have life and life more abundantly. He came to die for us. Self-reflect. Self-reflection is a process by which you grow your understanding of who you are, what your your values are, and why you think and act the way you do. I was having a conversation with my youngest son um, the other day. Situation to happen. And long story short, without really getting into a whole lot of, de excuse me, detail, I kind of called my son out and told him, you know, your perspective is wrong on that. And that's a part of self-reflection. 
is realizing when our perspective, the way we see things is wrong on something. A lot of us possess pride, especially as men. We we definitely we definitely deal with pride, you know. And so with that being said, we have to humble ourselves and understand like, okay, I was wrong about that. My approach was wrong. I didn't say that right. I'm sorry for saying that that way. I won't do that no more. I, I I'm take the time to to really see how I need to approach it before just you know reacting. And that's something that even now, as I say it to you, that's something that I got to get back into the the groove of doing is is responding and not reacting. The many of you may know. And many of you may not, but there's a big difference between reacting and responding. Reacting is I just the first thing that come to mind or what happened, I'm boom, I'm I'm reacting to it. But a response or, you know, when you when you reply to something, a response, you take the time to think about it before you reply to it. So let us let us check ourselves. You know the saying, check yourself or you wreck yourself. Yeah, check ourselves before we wreck ourselves. We don't know when we're going to depart from this life. Look at the man or the woman in the mirror. Song by Michael Jackson, you know, that came out years and years and years ago. And you know, one of the lyrics said, you know, that I'm, I'm, I'm starting, you know, I'm with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. So just those lyrics right there, I'm ask, I'm asking Kawan to change his ways. Because if we don't change things that's wrong, once again, everybody else they, 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 they have to deal with it. And it shouldn't be that way. It's not going to be that way. You have the power, you have the ability to make a change. And it starts with you. When you change, others will change. Things around you will change. When you start with self, when you be the example of what you want to see in the world. What you want to see in your home. And I'm talking to myself. Because I'm learning that. As a husband. As a father. As a man. In my community. In this world. That in order to see things change. I have to change first. I have to be the example. And be an example in such a way. As Christ was. Christ was the perfect example for each and every one of us, man and woman, on what it is to live life. That's why he came. To model what our what we should do. 
you and I both know, like, when you have an example in front of you, it makes it that much easier to solve the problem or, or, or it makes it that much easier to, to have something to model yourself after. One example that I could think of is, you know, when you got homework, many of you know, like I know when it comes to helping your children with their homework, I pinpoint out like, did you look at the example? And don't get me wrong, you know, sometimes they may look at the example and not understand it. They may, may need a little bit of extra help. But in most cases, when you really look at the example, the example is giving you the answer to, to how to solve the problem. When you have somebody in front of you that is a great example of, of what it is to be a man, or what it is to be a woman, what it is to be a husband, or what it is to be a wife. It makes it that much easier. And if you don't have anybody in front of you, you have someone that you can go to all the time. And that's God. We had some more notes, but um, I believe everything that needed to be said in this podcast, this episode, excuse me, on tonight um was what was what needed to be said and i'm gonna leave on this i'm gonna leave out on this note right here um this in this particular part of the scripture of psalms 50 51 7 and 15 it said and this is verse 10 Created me a clean heart, O God Created me a clean heart, O God And renew a right spirit within me Cast me not away from thy presence Verse 11 And take not thy Holy Spirit from me Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation And hold me with thy free spirit That right there God creating Creating he can create in you a clean heart and renewing you a right spirit. And when you look in the mirror and you see those things that are wrong, when you look in your life and you reflect on the things that you know need fixing, fix them. Do the work. Seek the help that you need to seek. Call that sister or that, that brother or that elder, or that minister, or your pastor, or whomever you know you can confide in to get the help that you need to be everything that he's caused you to be. But most importantly, be led by God on who to go to. God places people in our lives for a reason. But most of all, he's there for a reason. He's there to help you through this life's journey. I want to thank each and every one of you, excuse me, each and every one of you for tuning in to another episode of Life is a Journey. And until next time, be blessed. At the end of the day, I want to inspire, motivate, and encourage you 
to be all God has for you to be. And remember, until next time, to always live, love, learn, and grow.